Welcome to the Breakthrough Maze, where anonymous callers are invited to share their greatest challenges to be led to important breakthroughs that can take their life to the next level. More freedom, more power, more vitality. It can all be yours. And your host, Joe Affelbaum, is committed to helping you find your way to it. Joe offers a strong shoulder to lean on with candid insights. Breakthrough to the life you deserve. So what's going on in your life? Do you, are you feeling a, a sense of lack of power, a lack of self-expression, a lack of freedom? Is there anything in your life that you want to be able to take to the next level? I started my business a couple months ago. I've been doing it. I've been doing IT for 14 years. And a couple months ago, I went on my own and started my own business. And um, I'm in what used to call the struggle phase of my business. Determining, you know, trying to find direction, trying to find out, do I need a partner, you know, to manage the business aspect of it? Do I need to hire a marketing firm? Do I need to hire a sales team? Do I, just trying to find direction from where I'm going to generate a lease. How am I going to really create a business that doesn't exist? Just because I have the skill and I'm really good at it and I've been doing it for a long time, that doesn't mean I'll have any business tomorrow. I think I heard you correctly, is you want to launch, you're launching a new business and you have the skill, you're confident in running the business and doing the work, but you're not so confident in gener generating leads for your business. Is that what, you're, what I hear you saying? Yeah, correct. So what, I'm, what I'm finding out more and more as I'm looking for answers is that it seems like the answer is that I'm, I have a fear, a fear of doing sales, fear of marketing myself. And when I learned yesterday, just going to the local Bobby shop, to the car mechanic to fix a flat tire, that I'm very good at talking to people. People like to talk to me, and I'm very passionate about what I do, and people like that, and they appreciate that. And I can carry a conversation with a business owner when, um, you know, I was just sitting, the owner was there, I was waiting for my car, nothing better to do than, you know, why not start a conversation? about your computer? Are you happy? Or that, you know, what, what you know, uh, he, and he went on and on, and he told me how he had, didn't have a backup, and he lost all his data 10 years ago, and he cost him $20,000. And the guy who sells this program sells it to a bunch of other body shops or car mechanics and, 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 and uh, repair shops, and he doesn't offer a backup solution. And he says, he gave me the guy's number, and I contacted right. this person. Who knows what that's going to lead to? But that was just a conversation while waiting for my car. So I feel like the one thing I'm afraid of doing is the one thing I need to do, the, the, is market myself. No one else can market my business because it's not a product, it's a service. And no one else can sell it better than myself, the person who's been doing it for 14 years. When it comes to sales, there are two areas of sales. There's the hunter and there's the farmer. There's the rainmaker and there's the closer. So although, although you might be afraid of the first part of kind of like reaching out to people to begin with, you might be afraid of the first part. You may not be afraid of the second part. So you have to kind of like separate the two. A lot of people kind of just put it all together and say, I'm just not good at sales and that's it. But most people, most people are afraid of the first part of sales, which is reaching out to cold strangers and not wanting to look like an idiot. And the fear is more of a fear of rejection more than anything else. They just don't want to be rejected. They don't want to be more than rejection. They don't want to be annoying. Like, who wants to be that annoying sales guy? Does that resonate with you? Yeah, 100%. That's exactly what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid to go into one of these places and ask the owner, and the guy comes out and says, what do you want from me? And, that, um, and that's and like you, the worst possible feeling that a person can have is like the feeling of rejection from somebody that you just want to help. And then they go and they reject you. And like, oh, my gosh, I must be no good. 
Yeah, that's, that's exactly how I feel. Right, but if somebody called you up and said, hey, I would love to talk to you about your business, how eager would you be to talk to them for hours about your business? Yeah, you know, it's, it's exactly the fear that I have. Why most people, you know, that, most people just you know, leave me alone. I don't even want to give them the time of the day. I don't even want to let them finish their sentence most of the time. Uh, and, and I'm afraid that is what people will do to me, but I do to them. Right, exactly. And, you know, the reality is that, first of all, not everybody is as curt as you. And there are many people that do have the patience to kind of deal with salespeople. There are people that are kind of like, you know what, let me hear what this person has to say. But, but then there are other ways to do sales, which is not so kind of like abrasive like that. You know, the reason why you hang up on people and you're curt to people is possibly because they don't know the people skills enough to be able to build rapport with you before they begin. They just start right away selling you, and that's icky. It's like walking into a used sales lot, and the guy starts telling you about the features of a car you don't even want. But if somebody instead has a conversation with you and builds rapport and builds trust, then you wouldn't just hang up on them because you like them, because you trust them, because you're getting to know them, because there could be a possible, powerful connection. That you, does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. Another real thing that resonates with me is that if, somebody call, if you're talking to someone and they have a problem or they reached out to you, if they have a problem, it's a lot easier to, to, to assist them or to give them, offer them a solution because they, they, are, they have an issue. If I need a window repaired and someone calls me and says, I, I repair windows, you couldn't have called at a better time. I'm, I'm, I actually need a window fixed. Exactly. Uh, exactly. So you're much more likely to have the confidence to call somebody that actually needs what you're offering. But the question is, how then do you find people that have the problem that you can solve for them. How do you identify who has that problem and only call the people when they have the problem? And that is where marketing comes in. It's not really so much sales, it's more marketing. And I hear some people saying, you know, there's the death of the salesman because it's really all marketing. It's really all marketing because at the end of the day, the sale needs to make itself. That's how good your marketing has to be where the sales is make itself, and you as a salesperson are really there just consulting with the person to help them be able to pick what plan they should go on with your business. Some people call those people order takers, and everybody, everything else is marketing. You don't need to persuade or convince anybody to use your services. What you need to do is you need to find people that already have the pain, already have the pain, and this way you don't have, you're not going to be afraid to speak to people that already have the pain. 100%. Yeah, because if someone calls so, me, and I, like I said, and I needed something, I'm glad to hear them and get a price because I have a need for what they're offering. I want to hear more about it. They're calling me at a perfect time. You can work on your fear of strangers. You can fear, work on that fear and overcome it. If you want to work on it, you have to be committed to overworking, over, like overtaking that fear and working on it. And that's something that takes a lot of transformation because most people can't do that. Even people that say that they're salespeople, when I role play with them, they're deathly afraid of improv. They're deathly afraid of looking stupid. And they, you know, they start cringing at that, at, at the point where they need to kind of improvise. So what I would tell is if you want to get over your fear of doing that, you can take classes and you can learn. And it's something that you can learn to overcome over time by building resistance and with experience. You can learn the right skill that you need in order to be able to overcome that. But you may not even need to do that, at least initially, because you can create enough goodwill and enough value to the people in your life. And especially if you're starting a business right now and you're starting a business from scratch, maybe you only have one, two, or three clients right now, 
by networking with your current clients, by networking with your potential clients, with your previous clients, by looking on social media, by looking at people that are complaining about their technology, by creating thought leadership, by writing articles, or by doing blogs. I know a lot of people don't want to, don't like writing, so I always tell people, if you don't like writing, do a podcast. Have a conversation with somebody about what you offer. Publish that as a podcast. It's so easy to do these days. And if anybody needs more information about how to publish a podcast, I'm happy to tell you how I publish this podcast and tell you how I do it. It's so easy to do. So you can just contact me and I'll show you exactly how to do it. But, you know, the bottom line is if you're not adding value to other people that might need your solution, if you're not sitting there creating information that would be valuable, so when the people that have the pain are able to reach out to you, then you're missing out. Before, you, before we started this conversation, you thought you were just afraid of doing sales. But through having this dialogue, you realize that you don't, your fear is not about doing sales. Your fear is about annoying people and being rejected. And if you create the right marketing world around your business, you will not need to get rejected and you will not need to be that annoying salesperson because you're adding goodwill and good value. So now that you realize you don't actually have a fear of sales, what are you committed to doing? I think I'm going to focus a little bit on inbound marketing and most likely some, some uh, coaching in that specific area, that fear of projection. So that I have the confidence to talk to anyone and everyone. Now, if you want help with inbound marketing, there's an author I want you to take a look at. His name is Jeffrey Gittimer. He wrote the Little Red Book on Selling. He's a really, really great guy. He has hundreds of thousands of followers, and he does seminars and webinars and all types of stuff. But I highly recommend you buy one of his books. It's 13 best-selling books. He has all different types of books. But buy his most popular book, which is either the Little Red Book on Selling or the Sales Bible or the 21.5 Ways to Sell Without Selling. And he really talks a lot about this inbound marketing stuff. And in terms of getting over your fear of rejection, I would highly recommend looking into doing like an improv class. There are a lot of improv classes that you can take to help you be able to learn how to improvise because really just being better on your feet and with strangers is about being okay, like being okay with failure, being okay looking stupid. And improv is really the key. So I highly recommend you looking into some improv classes. In general, I would highly recommend, number one is read some books. You look into, look into Jeffrey Gittimer, look into Brian Tracy, look into Zig Ziglar, look into all the classics, Tom Hopkins, these are books that will teach you the basics of how to kind of like overcome despair um, and, and kind of like work on yourself to be better at sales. And then also take some classes on improv, which will help you be better on your feet. That's very helpful. Yeah, that's, uh, it gives me the clear direction of what my next And here's is. And here's a, another really great thing that you can do is I would make a list of 100 companies that you want to target, a list of 100 companies that you want to target, and start building a relationship with them. Like survey them. Don't even sell them anything. Just survey them and learn. Because if you're targeting companies that have more than 20 employees or more than have 20 computers, I would literally just call them and say, hey, I would like to find out how many computers you have. That's the only reason I'm calling today. And they'll be like, we have 20 computers in the office. Great. And you hang up the phone. And that's it. Would you, and, and, th and then you can call them back at a different time. You already got some information out of them. You surveyed them. Or you can ask them a series of three or four questions. Hi, my name is John, and I have four questions to ask you. Could you, do you have two minutes to answer questions? Sure. Um, how many computers do you have? Do you currently have an inside IT person or use an outside IT person? Um, and would you like a free report on how to overcome a virus if you ever get a virus? Can I email it to you? And if they say yes, you take their email and you email them that report. And then you, and if they say, no, I don't have time, I don't want to talk to you, they say, okay, I'm sorry, can I ask you one question? 
what can I do to make your day better? Um, or go down to visit their office and just scan around and say, hey, can I combine to do a tour of your office? I want to learn more about this industry because I'm thinking about it interviewing this industry, or if you're speaking to the CEO, say, hey, I would like advice on how to launch my business. Do you have a successful business? And I myself, I'm a CEO. I just left my job, and I want to come by just for your company. And then you say, what can I do for you to support you? Would you like some IT tips? I'm doing an IT company. I don't expect you to be my client, but I would like to give you some tips. So you do things to kind of get in front of 100 companies, and when you're in front of 100 companies, the chances of you closing one of them in the next month, two months, three months, it becomes very, very high because you're a nice, friendly guy and you could add value. And the chances of them referring a client to you is also very high. It's not just about networking and marketing. It's not just about closing deals. It's about building awareness. And your goal as a startup owner is to literally just build awareness about your startup and get in front of the people with your expertise. When people realize that they're dealing with a person who's sharp, who's experienced, who knows what they're talking about, they're going to want to have a nice conversation with you. And they're going to want to build a relationship with you. And then you connect with them on social media. And then you send them emails and stay top of mind with them. And if they don't want to build a relationship with you, great, move on. Then don't build a relationship with them. But if they do, then they'll want to stay in front of you and you'll want to stay in front of them. It'll be a mutually beneficial win-win relationship. Does this make sense? Does make sense. All very, very, very helpful information. You're, you're giving me insight into something that I have very little knowledge about. But the crazy thing is that it's so simple. It's not easy, but it's so simple. And you got to be disciplined. you got to be disciplined to execute on very specific process goals. So hopefully you'll get to your product goal, which is X amount of clients in X amount of time. And you know what your goals are. You're set with your goals. You know how much you want each client to spend. And now you have to ask yourself, do I want to go deep in this industry? Do I want to go deep in that industry? I would highly recommend making a list of 100 potentials that you're going to visit in the next 90 days. And then email, survey, connect, visit, and then hopefully you'll be able to close more or they'll refer business to you as well. I would highly recommend joining some type of a BNI group, like a Business Network International group, which will also teach you how to get in front of strangers and how to network. So those are some of the things that I would tell you to do. Get out there, make it happen, and stay motivated. Thank you very much for being on the show. Did you have a breakthrough? I did have a breakthrough. Amazing. All right. Well, have a wonderful day. Thank you for being on the show. We'll be in touch. Awesome. Thank you so much. This episode of The Breakthrough Maze is brought to you by Ajax Union, a digital marketing agency based in Brooklyn, New York. Ajax Union's core focus is to support B2B companies to generate better leads, nurture those leads from the top of the funnel to the bottom line. Visit www.ajaxunion.com to learn more about our amazing offering. Thanks for listening to The Breakthrough Maze, hosted by Joe Applebaum. We hope that by listening to the journey of a stranger, you've become inspired to want a little more freedom, a little more power, and a little more vitality. To find out more about Joe Applebaum or this incredible public coaching session, go to www.joeapplebaum.com. Also, head over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. Help make it possible for more people to benefit from this free coaching. And leave a comment describing what you got out of this episode.